When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Francisco just plays their best physical football against the Rams. Like, I expect the 49ers to punch the Rams right in the mouth and win this game. They're a better roster. They're a better team. They just got to go do it. I expect McCaffrey to have a better game than he had last week to see more action. I expect him to be a bigger part of the offense. I expect the 49ers to go in there with a home field advantage. 49er fans are showing up. So I expect the 49ers to physically beat the Rams and win this game. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. How good is that Odyssey Sports NFL insider Brian Baldinger? The answer is so good that Baldy doesn't do betting content for a living, and that answer was better than 99% of the betting content you would have had last week for the Niners and Rams, including bringing up that the Rams had no home field advantage in the game, that the Niners probably should have had home field advantage. Oh, by the way, final score. Uh, Niners 31, Rams 14, behind an all-world performance from new Niners running back Christian McCaffrey. So great job last week by Baldy. Great job all season by the great Brian Baldinger. And wouldn't you know, joining us on the line right now to break down week nine in the National Football League, Odyssey Sports NFL insider Brian Baldinger. He joins us on the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line. The Phoenix, a revolutionary technology helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit GetMyPhoenix.com to learn more. Also check out the Odyssey original podcast in the with Baldy, Jason Lockanfora, and Carl Dukes. They cover the entire National Football League. Baldy, welcome back to the show. It's Nick and Ken. Happy week nine. It sure is. I mean, this is a halfway point. So, you know, I think we've seen a real separation between teams that look like they're going to be good and teams that have struggled. Although I think there's some teams that have struggled in the first half of the season that are going to be good teams in the second half of the season. Well, Bobby, I'm curious what you mean by that. You know, we had a flurry of activity at the trade deadline, a lot of interesting moves made. You're kind of telling us, you know, sometimes a, a big trade can obviously change the course of a season for a team. You're kind of telling us maybe there's some teams that are going to show us something. I've heard, I'm not sure what your answer is going to be to this. I've heard Chicago as a team, a bunch of people have brought up as maybe they start playing better. Who are those teams to you that maybe we have a, a negative opinion of right now and in the second half of the season are going to catch fire a little bit? Well, I mean, the New Orleans Saints are three and five. But Alvin Kamara is healthy. They didn't turn the ball over last week, and their defense showed up. And they shut the Las Vegas Raiders out. I mean, the New Orleans Saints are going to be a good team before the season's end. They have, they're just built well. I mean, I don't know if Andy Dalton is the answer or not, but if they don't turn the ball over, they're going to beat a lot of teams on their schedule. Now, they got a, you know, they got a big game coming up here with, with Baltimore. Is at home. Baltimore's playing really well. But I expect – I mean, that's just an example. I mean, like I said last week, the 49ers are going to be a good team. They were 3-4 and four last week, the way the – you know, the way Kansas City was 3-4 and four after seven games last year and ran off eight straight. 49ers are capable of doing that. So you can't always look at records, you know, uh, to determine if teams are going to be good or not. You just have to look at the way they play and, and how they play and, you know, and how difficult some of these matchups are for some of these teams. But I, I expect the Saints 49ers to – you know, to be in the mix, you know, when you get to January. 
Uh, Baldy, last week you nailed it with the Los Angeles Rams. What would happen with the Rams? They get like, destroyed by the 49ers, 31-14. to And no rest for the weary, I guess, for either team coming up in this game as the Rams visit Tampa. Tampa, of course, majorly on the skids, lost to Baltimore last Thursday night. Both teams desperately need a win. The line in this game and the divisional round playoff matchup from this past January, Tampa's a three-point favorite. The total is 42-and-a-half, and we do have some news on Cooper Cup that came down in the last couple of minutes. Cooper Cup did not practice today for the Rams on Wednesday. Wednesday, but did uh, take part in morning walkthroughs for whatever that's worth, dealing with his ankle injury here. So still kind of like a nebulous status here for Cooper Cup in the game. So Tampa right now, Baldy, about a three-point favorite at home against the Rams. Cooper Cup status up in the air. What do you think we see with Tampa and Los Angeles on Sunday? Well, the Rams are like a couple other teams in this league. I mean, they're they're low, they're flawed. They can, they don't run the ball well. They've had a, a shuffled offensive line, much like Tampa has all year. But where I kind of put the the crux of this game is in coaching. Like Tampa just looks like a poorly coached team. They break down, they beat themselves, they don't do the basics well. And so, yeah, Tom Brady can still throw it to Mike Evans. They'll, they'll, they'll gain a lot of yards doing that, but they're not scoring points. And defensively, they've just fallen apart. Like they're just – they just – week in, week out, they, they beat themselves. And so the one thing you can say about the Rams, while they're flawed – they're well coached. And so I, I expect the Rams, even without Cooper Cup, I expect uh, the Rams to, to go in there. And I know it's a short week and you got to travel and all that kind of stuff. But typically when the Rams stars show up, they win. And I expect Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey and, you know, if Cooper Cup is healthy, but if not, Van Jefferson will step up. He'll play a great game. He's ready to go. Um, you know, and, and I just think, like, right now, um, I don't see a great pass rush with Tampa that could really uh, really affect Matt Stafford the way the 49ers did last week. So I expect the Rams to you know, kind of right the ship a little bit here against a team that looks like it's reeling in every direction in Tampa. Baldy, there were some really good quarterback performances last week, but the, the best one might have been uh, Tua against the Detroit Lions. Crazy high-scoring game, right? They get down two touchdowns right out of the gate, come back, actually end up covering the game, cover a three-and-a-half-point spread, basically, for most betters, and win the game by four. Now, that sets up a really interesting game this week against a Bears team who you know beat the Patriots on Monday night a couple weeks ago. You know, I think scored, even if they did not cover against Dallas, and maybe it wasn't as competitive as a, as a game as the final score would indicate, uh, you know, still put up a ton of points. A lot of people are in on Justin Fields now. So kind of an interesting matchup here. Miami, a five-point road favorite. How, did, how dangerous do you think the Dolphins are now with Tua back, and what do you expect in this game? Well, I mean, if you just look at the statistics, you know, Tua is the number one ranked quarterback in this league. And, you know, he's got two receivers in Jalen Waddell and Tyreek Hill. We all know who they are, the numbers. But honestly, they're like acrobats playing wide receiver. I mean, there's no ball that they, they don't feel like they can get to or they can't reach out and grab. Like, their hang time in the air, their ability to burst at the end, I mean, it's just they're just difference makers. Now, if you add Trent Sherfield and Mike Kosicki and now Jeffrey Wilson and these other, Raheem Mostert, to it, like, there's, there's no place that – there's nothing you could do defensively where Tua doesn't know where to go with the ball. He almost always has a place to go with the ball. Like, he has the answers to the test. And we all score better in testing when we have the answers to the test. And I feel like the offense is set up like that because mechanically he's always been sound. Sets his feet. Um, you know, he's got a short, uh, quick delivery. I mean, all those things are there. And now he's got this, this offense that just makes so much sense for him. And I ex- expect him to 
carve the Bears up. I, I know the Bears can run the ball. They can take the air out of it. They're really good at it. Um, but I, I believe that, you know, with Tua's explosiveness, there's no score like we saw against Baltimore, like we saw last week against Detroit. There's no score that's safe with this quarterback in this offense. All right, Baldy telling you he likes the Rams and the Dolphins thus far this week as we uh, roll through week number nine. You better, you bet, Nick and Ken talking week nine in the NFL with Audit Sports NFL insider, the great Brian Baldinger. Baldy is on Twitter at Baldy NFL. Baldy, we talked about Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. What about Aaron Rodgers and the Packers? Is this the week for Aaron Rodgers and the Packers to get back on track? They're three and a half point road favorites at a Detroit team that's absolutely reeling right now. I don't know how many times, more times Dan Campbell can cry before it kind of loses its impact here. Curious your thoughts on that. Green Bay needs to win by four to cover the spread right now. Lions can lose by three and still cover the spread. What do you think we see Sunday in the Motor City, Lions and Packers? Well, I mean, Detroit doesn't put up much of a fight when it comes to defense. I mean, they're just not – they're ranked last in almost every category defensively. So if there's a way that Green Bay can stop this hemorrhaging of losing four in a row, this would be it. The one thing about Green Bay is interesting because everybody said this before last week's game. They said, well, you got you got to start running the ball. Well, Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon ran for 208 yards. They ran the ball. Their problem is they got stopped on two fourth downs. They had a tip ball interception. They couldn't finish drives, you know, and they got stopped. And so, I mean, credit, you know, the defense right there and, and what they did to them uh, in Buffalo. But um, they just can't get the deep ball. Like, they just have no ability to get the ball down the field. And it shows up in all four losses right now. Their deep shots are non-existent. And so they got a nickel and dime and, you know, get your five yards on a pop on a run and all that. And it's just not – it's just not – Green Bay football. It's not Aaron Rodgers football. He looks so frustrated playing in this offense, but it's the way that they have to move the ball right now. And so, but I think, you know, that the way that they can run it should be enough. I mean, they might run it for 300 yards against Detroit because they're just so, they don't know what a run fit looks like. And so I think, you know, I think Green Bay gets back on track. It's a team they know very, very well. Um, Whatever ugly color of uniforms the Lions decide to wear, I, I think that they'll go back on track. Well, do you want to ask you about the, the Bills-Jets game? Not not because it's expected to be particularly competitive. The Bills are almost a two-touchdown there, but 12-and-a-half point favorite in the market right now in that game. But more about the Jets. You know, Nick and I both obviously watched the Jets-Patriots game last week, a very highly anticipated game. Jets maybe have a chance to make the playoffs. And, like, kind of from our vantage point, extremely poor performance by Zach Wilson in the game, right? Number of turnovers. But, like, that's us kind of watching on our couch. Like, you watch the film. You might even say it's, it's worse than that, I guess. Just, like... Is, is there a chance to salvage this? Like, we, I, we, I almost watched that game and I go, is, can Zach Wilson ever be the answer for this team at quarterback with a performance like that? I mean, you watch the game, you watch the film. What do you think? Ken, I feel exactly the same way. What you just said, I feel the same way. I'm like, who, who thinks that playing this helter-skelter style of football is going to win? And then, you know, the last interception of McCourty is just inexcusable. You know, it's, you're, they're still in the game. You can't – he can say he's throwing the ball away. Well, throw the damn ball away. Like, what are you doing putting the ball in play like that? It's, it's, I feel like he looks to me like Josh Allen in his rookie preseason season. Not even the season. Just Josh's rookie preseason. He would make plays like that. Like, until he takes this, this stupid style of play out, like, I don't believe in him. I just don't. And I don't know how anybody can. This is a pretty good – now, look, the offense line is not good. They lost Oliveira Tucker. I mean, they lost these guys. So I get some of it, but you just can't run around in the NFL and just like, – you're just not giving – you give your team a chance. You're just better off punting. 
than doing what he's doing. You might as well play Canadian League football and play three downs and punt and put your defense back on the field than to do what he did. So this is a very – in this Buffalo team, they lead the league in interceptions. They just do things I – can't, I can't describe on the radio, but they just – they literally take the air – out of your lungs, the way that they play. They just, like, they just don't give you anything. It doesn't matter what rookie's out there, an inexperienced player. They just play so well together. And then they just got closers, guys that know how to finish, you know, like Von Miller and Gregory Rousseau is learning right now. And so this is, I, you know, if the Jets put up 14 points offensively, that would be a good day for them, I think, in this game. Yeah, I completely agree, and we'll talk about this game as we move forward this week, and including in our pick segments. Baldy, you'll be on the national call this weekend on radio. We can't wait to hear it with the Chargers and the Falcons in Atlanta. Chargers coming off their bye. Bad injury news for them. Keenan Allen not practicing still with the hamstring injury. He may not play in the game on Sunday per Brandon Staley. Mike Williams already on the shelf, so this is like a Josh Palmer, DeAndre Carter wide receiving group for the Chargers. And maybe bad news going up against the Falcons team that will have Cordaro Patterson back, right? And the Chargers can't stop the run now right now the chargers are three-point road favorites in the game so chargers favored by three total of 49 full disclosure ken and i already bet the chargers this week so we're hoping baldy that you like the chargers here against the falcons what do you think you'll be calling the game la at atlanta i don't believe in the chargers you know nick i just don't i don't you know they don't run the ball well at all they haven't all year one game where uh you know austin eckler went you know had a career day against cleveland but they don't run the ball well um, they rely, I mean, there was one game this year a couple weeks ago, Justin Herbert threw it 57 times and averaged about four yards an attempt. Like, they can't get the ball down the field. And, look, Keenan Allen is a possession receiver in the middle field. I don't know if that hamstring is good enough to go. Mike Williams is a deep threat. He's gone. Like, I just, the offense is very incomplete. And defensively, they're atrocious. I mean, nobody gives up more big plays than the Chargers. I mean, I think they've got five runs of 50 yards or more against them like this isn't college football like you can't just run through defenses for 50 or 75 yards like Damian Pierce did a few weeks ago like it's you know it's just a flawed team like Atlanta is much better and they're coached better they play harder I nobody knows the name of you know the guys in the back of the jerseys for Atlanta but they play really hard like this is a pretty good football team I know they got lucky last week with what DJ Moore did at the end and they probably should have lost but sometimes you get one of those they 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 are a pretty good football team and I expect the Falcons I you know it's not much of a home field down there but I expect the Falcons play good there's no reason why they shouldn't against this team I think the Falcons come out on top I don't know what they're thinking about in Vegas on this line but the Falcons look like a better team to me well, apparently we're both going to lose our money then. So we bet we already bet the Chargers. Baldy, we have about, we literally only have like 15 seconds to go. Are the Eagles going to win by 14 or more points tomorrow night against the Texans on Thursday night? Yes, because they're going to win the World Series as they go to their 8-0 for the first time in Eagle history. Yes, that's Jalen Hurts' hometown. His dad's going to be there. He coached him at Channel View High School. He's going to have 50 people in the house. Jalen's going to keep rolling. I mean, Baldy started with a great sports betting content answer, and then that might have been the greatest sports betting content answer of all time. <laughs> Philly's going to win the World Series, so Eagles going to win by 14. Baldy, you're the best, and like you know, we're talking like in our chat as you're giving us answers. We're both petrified now of our Chargers bet, because you're like 90% this year picking games on the show. Uh, have a safe flight to Atlanta. Have a great call of the game. Enjoy the games this weekend. We'll talk to you next week on You Better You Bet. You got it, guys. Take care, man. Appreciate you. Uh, Odyssey Sports NFL insider Brian Baldinger joining us on the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line. The Phoenix, a revolutionary technology helping men all across America get back to their best 
in the bedroom. Visit getmyphoenix.com to learn more. <laughs> the Falcons are better than the Chargers. They were laying oh, three God. on the road. <laughs> I don't know what Vegas is thinking with that line. Well, it's like, who's this guy? Well, he's the guy who gets every game right, apparently, every week. So maybe we should listen at some point. All right. God, maybe, uh, really? maybe, Will, maybe Will Brinson disagrees <laughs> with Brian Baltinger. We'll find out next. Will's picks for week, not, week nine on the other side. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.